Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. What's going on, everybody? How are you guys doing, boys? Doing great. All uh, in isolation, apparently, right? Like everyone's remote. Yep. Yep. Officially, guys, if people that are listening, we are all recording from our homes now just to kind of uh, be a little bit more mindful of what's happening, trying to do our best to play our part. And But it doesn't stop us from recording some content for you guys and just having some fun, having some good discussion. Uh, Gabe is actually going to be the one. Uh, he wanted to bring something up to talk about, and I'm interested to hear. Uh, he kind of gave me a little bit of a briefing, but Gabe, what is it that you wanted to share with us today? What I wanted to talk about is um, on the topic of relationships. And that sounds like, okay, well, what do you mean? Like with you and your, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband? Um, no, in the sense of just the relationships of everything that is around you, right? Like so relationships uh, with, uh, that you have with food, whether positive or negative. Um, relationship with those um, around you, uh, friends, colleagues, uh, could be, you know, significant others, uh, parents as well, you know, family members. And also the most important relationship that you can have is one with yourself. And the way I came uh, across this topic or thought about this topic was off of um, a movie I was watching on uh, about a month ago or so. I was watching on, um, and it kind of came back to me recently, on Amazon Prime called uh, Britney Runs a Marathon. And at first, you know, we were just, me and my wife, we were just sitting around just trying to see what to watch. And it said something about a comedy. And, you know, I've seen it a couple of times on the, you know, recommendation. So I said, sure, let's just uh, put this on and one thing that i can uh, i guess the best and for me kind of like the most a, a little bit of uneasiness of the movie was something similar with um you guys seen the joker movie right yes yeah so uh great movie oh yeah but one part that that was a little bit disturbing or kind of kept me you know a little uneasy with that movie the joker was how how real it can be right like how oh, yeah. everyone just treats this person so shitty and you can kind of like see how um they can go in the way that they went. Obviously, doesn't mean doesn't say that it's you know what they did was fine or, or justifiable or anything. But um, we've all been there in, in one form or another, while someone else is being maybe treated not so not so great, whether it be in passing, whether it be um, uh, maybe we did it ourselves. Like oh, let me just not hold the door open for this person, or just if they say you know good morning, just uh, keep on walking and ignore them, or give them like a scowl, like who the hell are you talking to me? You know, so um, uh, anyways, so with this movie, it's uh, she it's, it's someone that starts off. She's um, uh, living in I think she has a roommate and she's just not a healthy person. And then she kind of like one time one day she kind of comes back to apartment and looks at herself and just like, you know, she just doesn't like who she is or, or where she's or, or what she's looking at in the mirror. And um, she wants to start making some changes. Um, she starts going into, you know, taking care of her body. She tries different types of um, um, forms of fitness. I think she goes to like to join a gym uh, and nothing really works out for her. So then she just starts running. Um, she starts getting some good, um, some, some, some positives, right? And she starts making some positive changes in herself. And then her roommate just tries to just like knock her down, like just, just not even really being supportive. They're saying, oh, well, you know, you were fine before. Or you're, you're always going to be fat. So just those kind of comments. And I, I'm sure that, you know, we can all relate to, to that in one sense of another. I'm sure you guys have um, trained people where, 
this has been a topic of concern or, or just has been brought up where maybe they just lack the self-confidence um, that, you know, having maybe not so great of a relationship with themselves or even with people that are around them that just don't support them. I mean, like I've heard firsthand stories of even family members, right? Like parents are saying, oh, well, you're always, you know, why are you always having, you know, cooking all this food or, you know, it's fine. Just here, just have a pizza, have a Taco Bell, have a, have a Burger King, you know, just come and have a soda with us. You don't always have to be so, you know, so strict, right? So it kind of gets downplayed a lot. Um, what do you guys think? Um, well, I mean, Mike, do you want to go first? Um, no, I mean, I can I can make a little comment. I feel like you have something to say, Jonathan, but um, I, I feel like everybody, you, you kind of said something about, uh, you know, everybody's relationship with themselves and uh, that. I feel like everybody comes from a place that that kind of starts with that where you you just want to have a, uh, a make a positive change in your life it it then becomes a matter of severity and how you kind of uh, treat yourself in a way how you talk to yourself um, and that's something I've always kind of like noticed with myself and I've all I've definitely noticed it with a few of my clients but uh, go ahead Jonathan you sounded like you were going to say something uh, yeah, I mean, I think that this is an, a, a very interesting topic. Uh, I haven't seen the documentary. Now I really want to see it. I just haven't gotten around to it because I've been distracted with other Netflix stuff. But um, no, but when it comes to just the having the the right support or just the right people around you, when if you're someone that's right now going through a a uh, fitness journey, it's uh, it's it can affect you. And make the journey actually much more challenging if you have a lot of people that are trying to distract you or put you down or asking why you're doing this. Yeah, just have that piece of cake. It's only one piece. Uh, oh, is, why do you have to go to the gym today? Why don't we do this instead? And it's like everyone's just trying to like take you off. And if you are that person that that feels uh, almost like attacked, I know how that can be sometimes. I know when I started getting really into fitness, personal story for me is when I – when I was young, I was about 19, I want to say 20, when I was actually starting to work out and stuff. But I was the kid that would work out super hard throughout the week, and then I would party all weekend. I'd be going to parties, going to clubbing, and I would be obviously drinking. And I was kind of confused as to why I wasn't making – it was almost like Monday was a reset, and I wasn't able to make the progress that I felt like I should be making – but then I started like hearing things about alcohol, how it could negatively impact, you know, muscle gain and all that and just progress because of obviously we know that we can get a, we can definitely get, let that get out of hand. And when I was in that fitness journey, um, there was a point that a lot of stuff that we did with my friends back then was drinking or eating just crap food all the time. And I made a point that I, okay, let me stop drinking for a couple months or as long, let me just stop drinking in general. I didn't have a set goal in mind as I guess, I guess as time. And I got made fun of throughout my friends. I mean, they joke with you, the guys are talking shit in general and they're just making light of it. And I mean, I don't necessarily mean bad, but it's, you know, it was a lot of saying, no, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not drinking anymore, man. And they're like, what? Like, you know, that's no fun. Like, what do you need a protein shake? Like, you know, stuff like those little stupid comments that they would usually make. And, what I noticed was I felt a lot better, obviously, because I wasn't hungover on the weekends, but the progress that I started making in the gym was so rapid. And it, it's not saying to the person that 
you don't need to cut out drinking necessarily to make this happen. But since I was drinking so excessively as a, you know, as a, unfortunately as a dumb teenager, like we don't really drink very responsibly. Um, it was sabotaging my own progress. And when I decided just to kind of step away and say, fuck it to anybody else that was kind of distracting me and taking me away. And I started actually limiting certain social gatherings and just not going out as much. I felt a lot better for that time period because I was so excited with the progress I was making and I started diving in more into it and getting more passionate. I, I, it, it really just re reveals something about mental toughness uh, when it comes to, to the journey. And that can be different for everybody. And it, it doesn't have to be drinking. It can be just eating in general, but it definitely made a massive impact in my life when I started just making those changes. And to this day, I still have good relationship with everybody. I just obviously limited certain outings and certain people. I just don't hang out with them as much because our, our interests change and that's okay. And you have to be okay with that. If that is you going through that process, it doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, um, my, my experience with, uh, with that actually comes from a more personal place, I guess, um, as opposed to anybody kind of like influencing me or saying anything negative towards me or trying to like, you know, put me down or anything. I've always kind of noticed that it, it kind of comes from within. Um, anytime I, I, I try to, you know, say, I want to go do this. Like when I first decided I wanted to be, uh, a personal trainer to take Tom up on that offer that he gave me. It took me a while to actually come to the place where I felt like I was finally like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this a shot. The worst thing that happens is I fail. And that was exactly what I was telling myself leading up to that decision was, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I have no business trying to help anybody else. Um, things, things that kind of follow that same, path so um and that has happened with more than just that you know that self-talk is something that i've always had to had to work on for myself I'm, I'm always uh very critical of myself and it definitely uh manifests itself in the same way it's just that i'm the one doing the naysaying instead of somebody else in what way exactly um i just I, I guess you can also categorize it as like a, like a low self-esteem or a low okay. self-belief type thing um, where I just don't think I'm, you know, capable of doing what I, what I want to do or what I set out to do. Yeah, I can, I can, I can totally relate to that. Um, like for instance, you know, at work, you know, people see me just walking down, down the hallway or whatever. And just because I have, you know, you know, pretty decent posture or I try to, try to have you know good posture and i walk with my head high and, and stuff they think like oh look at this guy he's super confident super or jacked this cocky piece cocky piece of shit over <laughs> here you know so, you know but, and that's that's definitely not the case like i'm always you know having that conversation with myself like you know um and i try to bring you know to to, to have it come from a good place like saying you know am I bringing enough value? You know, am I able to help this person? Even when like, you know, when I first started, and even right now when I'm, when I'm still um, training a, a client, you know, I always, you know, say to myself, like, you know, am I, am I giving them what they need? Am I helping them out? And I think like just us having that conversation with ourselves or asking that question just answers it that we are giving them what they need because we value, you know, them and the time and know how important it is and, and try to, um, to give them as much as, as, as much as we can. Right. So, um, 
and then going going back to just uh just relationships you know it's just something that you know we just want to always always want to the relationship with ourselves when in regards to to fitness and wellness always come from a place of like you know self-care or self-love don't do something or don't say okay i want to make changes to to my body or make changes to whatever eating habits or anything in your life just because you're like oh i'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a piece of shit you know i, I can hate myself you know, let me, you know, come from a place where, you know, you love yourself and you want to take care of yourself. If you love those around you, right? If you have a brother, sister, aunt, uncle, you know, parents, kids, significant other, and you don't, you know, you want to be there for them, right? And in order to be there for them, you got to be there no, for yourself. No, 100%. Um, I want to go ahead and add before I forget this topic is you, it yeah. comes to, a, it, it truly just comes to a moment in your life where you have to make a decision. And is it, am I happy with where I'm at? Is, is the stuff that I'm doing right now really truly benefiting me or is it just benefiting others? And it's it may be a period of your life where you get a little selfish and there's nothing necessarily wrong. I think being selfishness is is always in a negative connotation, like if I'm even saying that properly, but it's always it's always viewed as a bad thing. And the truth of the matter is, is that if you are not at your best, you will not serve others great and, and and be a good asset to other people in their lives and benefit other people. So you want to be at your absolute best and do the best you can and take care of yourself with the best intentions. So then you can go on out there and, and, and be a better husband, be a better uh, wife, be a better mother, be a better father, brother, friend, whatever. If you're unhealthy, you're feeling like shit, you're depressed you will not be able to serve other people around you as efficiently. And that was one thing that was a big like moment for my mind when I, when I came to terms with that. And yeah, I was viewed as the, the, the fitness. Uh, I was obsessed. I was super fanatic. Um, but then it's the same friends that are congratulating you when they see that you turned something into your passion or you actually said, or simply just doing what you said you were going to do. If they, there are people, there's a saying that was going around for a long time that said, uh, I think it was like a quote, it had Arnold Schwarzenegger in the back. It's like, first people will ask you why you're doing it. And then once you get it, people mm -hmm, are going to be yeah. saying, uh, how did you do it? I've totally butchered the shit out of that. But basically, you know what I'm, what quote I'm talking about. <laughs> I got the gist of Mike? it. Um, no, I was, I was actually just thinking to myself, how much of that um, do you think comes from like a, almost like a jealousy uh, standpoint as far as the friends who are kind of putting you down and trying to keep you from doing something that maybe they think it, they can't oh absolutely it it definitely can come from there for sure i mean like maybe it's something where you know if if i personally feel as if like oh you know what i drink too much you know i should probably like stop that but i don't but then i see that mike and john are you know stepping away from that are really limiting and making you know and seeing the positives that that's causing them right like i can say well I can't do it. So why the hell are they do it? No, I want them to be here with me. I want them to, to, to be in this same world as I am and, and not get out of it. You know, I see no way out of it for myself. So let me just bring as many people here as I can. Now, it might not be as maliciously as yeah. that kind of like sounds, but ultimately that's kind of like where, where, where okay. it's even coming from. You know, and um, sorry, I keep ahead. cutting you off. Is that we don't see each other, so we're just trying to interject here and there. But no, like what what you were alluding to, I feel like it's not coming from a bad place. But Mike even kind of said it in a different way, where people not necessarily I want to say jealous, but you it makes them feel maybe a little self conscious and insecure about themselves. 
And when you're when they see you finally embarking on this journey and you're making the you're making better decisions and you're starting to see progress and your and your mood is changing, your personality, the way you the way you stand up and the way you just are as a person, it could it could make that person literally just feel self-conscious around. And that's why they may say that stupid comment to you to try to put you down. Because a lot of times when people say shit to you, it's a direct reflection of what's what they're going through inside. It's what they're projecting out to you. So if you're someone don't take it, don't take people's comments to heart. You know, if you're doing something for yourself and you are generally enjoying it and you are happy, keep surrounding yourself with other like-minded people and don't let that don't take what they're saying as a it's more of a direct reflection on themselves and stay strong and stay motivated on that uh, on that journey that you're going and keep trusting the process because eventually a lot of people don't go based on what you tell them or what you say is by your actions the living testimony of what you are so i just wanted to kind of throw that in gabe sorry yeah no 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 it's all it's all good um and taking like a, a slight step back to the whole um taking care of others before you take care of, you know, take care of yourself so you can take care of others, you know, and it's, it's much easier said than done. Right. Because our, our first instinct might be, you know, like, Oh, let, let the kids eat first or let the, let, let them go to sleep. Or, you know, I, I do this myself. Like I'm usually like the last person to go down, make sure that everybody goes down, check on the kids, make sure that they're fine before I finally go down. Now, you know, is it that a terrible thing? Probably not, but um, you know, maybe if I take that to the extreme, it can be right. So, um, and, and then a personal story for me about like five years ago, when we came down to Florida from New York for good, for good, because we were, we've been back and forth like too many times anyways. So when I, I came down here first and my wife and, and my, I have two girls, two little girls, they stood up in New York. So I was here for about like uh, six months or so by myself. I, you know, started working, got a place and just, um, waiting for them to come down. And I was probably like in damn near the best shape that I ever was because all I did was just work and work out and <laughs> sleep and eat, you know, what I had, I had nothing. I had nothing else to do. It was just so weird mm-hmm. just to have that quietness around. But then um, about August or so, um, then the girls came down because it was time for school to start. So um, they were enrolled in school and, and they were going to they were going to come down here with me. And then my wife was finishing up her master's degree. She had only like uh, one semester left. And I said, well, it makes no sense for you to just quit, you know, just finish it, you know, and it's not something that she could have gone to transfer her credits down here because she would have lost a whole bunch. So like, just, just stay up there. I got the girls, no problem. Holy shit. Was that hard? So it was just me and the girls and every morning was just, uh, you know, a rush to kind of get up and to get their, you know, get them breakfast, get them lunch, brush their hair, you know, make sure that they're dressed, take them to school, then run to work have only like a half hour for lunch so I can leave early to come back and it was just a constant rush and rush and rush and that's probably like when I was probably like the worst shape that I was ever in because I I, I did not take care of myself I was always always taking care of themselves always taking care of the girls and if you know I was just exhausted at night you know um, as you can imagine it was just a constant rush and on the weekends, I would all I would really want to do was just just chill. Just can I just lay down for a second because I've been moving and rushing throughout for the whole week. But, you know, then I felt bad, you know, that the girls were there just stuck at home. I was like, OK, well, you know, I used to go out to, to the zoo or to the children's museum yeah. or, or just things to do. Right. 
So it's, um, and now could I have done things differently? Yes. I think like knowing what I know now back then, I would have either made an effort to do, you know, take some walks around um, with them if possible, or even at work or make better choices with the food that I was, that I was Mm -hmm. um, putting into my body. Um, Maybe put up that, uh, you know, use that pull-up bar that I did have right there, but just, I walked every day by it and not even used it once. Well, maybe like once or twice, but that's about it. And, um, you know, I could have done things just to kind of like help me to, with that stress that I was enduring during that time, um, could have managed it a whole lot better. But, you know, it's always, you, you're always, my intention right there was always good, was always take care of the girls, right? Because family mm-hmm. is my, my number one priority. And um, and I'm sure that's the case for many people, right? For there's a, there's a ton of single parents out there that are just, you know, in that same space, but just there is no end point to them. They're just constantly going. And, you know, always just saying, hey, you know, it's okay for you to take care of yourself as well. It, you know, it's not saying the hell with the kids or the hell with the family. It's just let me take care of let me take care of my family better by taking 100%, care of myself. Hundred percent, man. Hundred um, percent. Mike, go ahead and chime in if you have anything. Um, I have something to share in a bit. Absolutely. Um, I always bring that up as a point whenever I know I'm sitting in front of a, a parent, be them single parent or otherwise, especially the single parents um, during during an assessment. I mean, um, it, it's always something that I bring up because you know I, I want to know how important this is to the person. So, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how important is this to you? 10 being extremely important. One being, I don't give a damn. Um, Everybody always floats around an eight or a nine. And I ask why every single time it's because family is my 10 and it, it gets a little awkward sometimes because I don't have kids myself. So I can't, I, I almost feel like I'm speaking out of turn or I'm out of place saying something like this, but to your point exactly, Gabe, like I, I think it's very, very important for you to be able to take care of yourself. And with that in mind, you know, you, you, that translates to your, your ability to care for others, be it a child or a girlfriend or a parent or however it is. Um, It absolutely helps. And it also directly, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it gives them an example to look up to as well. You know, if, if they, oh, if they grow up with your parents, not really caring, they're going to notice that if they see that they're still being a, an, a, an amazing parent and, and they're also able to take care of themselves and stay in good shape and make the right choices. Uh, that's going to be something they try to, to emulate as they grow up. And that's like, I mean, you're, you know, your your parents are your heroes when you're growing up. It's really all you have to look up to unless it's like, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something that was that was my childhood hero but <laughs> it's like it's just monumental and with that in mind it should it should always be a 10 you know if you finally pull the trigger to like get in better shape or make better uh, eating choices or just you know get into a healthier spot it needs to be a 10 always no 100% and um um experience with clients too because like I knew Mike was kind of going to go in that direction I've worked with a lot of single parents as well and currently am working with a lot of single parents. And that's something that comes up when you're sitting down with them and try to figure out, you know, where they're at mindset wise. And a lot of the concern is, you know, and they struggle with is, you know, how do I manage my time? And I'm only, it's only me with my kid. And I, my hat goes off to all you single parents, single mothers, single fathers. You, I cannot imagine, uh, 
you know, the pressure or the stress that you guys go through sometimes, but at, even more so it's going to be, it's going to be even more important for you to take care of yourself during those times. Because now with a lot of, with a lot of parents, maybe that, you know, ah, I'll just get to fitness when I have the time for it. It's, it's also the way you view exercise. That's kind of important too, like the, the view of it, because at that time, maybe a six pack is not going to be the, 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 the motivating factor mm, for yes. you to exercise and take care of yourself and eat well. It's, it's about not being so tired, uh, managing your stress because exercise is a way to kind of manage your stress levels. And you're going to find yourself being a lot more patient, le- a lot less irritable with your kids um, because they are a handful. Um, and it's you being at your best and creating structure and also you eating better, you exercising, you can, like Mike said, is that your kids are looking up to you as an example. And what example are you giving your children? Um, I know it's a lot, it's a lot easier said than done. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy always, but if you're eating well, you're doing exercise, your kids will eat what you cook. Um, essentially they're going to have to at one point. Right. So you, um, you're not going to always be cooking separate meals, but it's like all those things, all those values are just going to correlate better to you as a better parent. Um, and I hope to still to hold those values whenever it's my time. But, um, but that's just, I, I'm not a parent. So I'm literally speaking as based on what I'm seeing with the clients that I do train that are a lot of single parents and exercise just truly benefits their life a hundred percent. It's not even, it's a night and day difference when they exercise and when they don't, it's their stress outlets, how they manage their, their time and having just alone time for themselves to just get away from it for a little bit. Even if it's 30 minutes, it's, it's just a time for them to improve and manage all the stuff that they're dealing with. Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, what I wanted to add to it is what I get both of you were alluding to is that, you know, the way that you're, that you would train, would be totally different, right? So when, the way that I was training when I was by myself would look, uh, there's no way I would be able to, to maintain nor to, um, to keep that up with the level of intensity and volume, right? As opposed to when I was with, um, with the girls. So when I was with the girls, it, it would have been benefiting me so much for just to bring that intensity all the way down, just to kind of keep moving, you know, just to maybe do some stuff that's a perfect time for at-home workouts, right? That could be a good um, um, intro, to, uh, to, to fitness for someone in that situation and then slowly build upon that. Um, I think that's something also that's, you know, like you mentioned that, you know, you don't go for the six pack. Yeah. Don't go for something kind of like crazy, not that, not that it's crazy, but just don't go for something grand like that. Just start with, let me just move a little more. Let me be a little bit more active and then see how that feels. I mean, like I know, um, if I would have incorporated that, it could have, um, I could have, handled not only not to say that I handled it bad but just um I could have dealt with the the whole stressful situation or scenario that I was in um a whole lot better so I think um address you know you know adjusting your expectations adjusting how you Mm -hmm. would think to train would be beneficial no absolutely and I and I think to bring it back to relationships it's it's the the way you view exercise during that time in your life has to change you know not just relationship with yourself but the way you 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 view food the way you viewed exercise at that point your main objective your priority isn't to get in the best 
ridiculously shredded shape of your life. Maybe at that point it's about maintenance. Maybe it's just about feeling good. And like I said, coping with all the, the shit that you may be juggling with already. And the way you're dieting and the way you're eating is just to, you know, you're not eating strictly just fast food because it's the most convenient thing to pick up on the way home. You're making the conscious effort to give yourself and your, and your family quality food as best as you absolutely can. And I guess the best thing here is just to tell people is you just do the best you can with what you got. And it doesn't have to be radical, but it's just little by little making some conscious efforts right now, just to maybe take one to two days of 30 minutes of just working out for yourself, make one or two uh, adjustments to your nutrition and go from there and watch how everything else starts to mold and, and, and feed off of that essentially in a good way. Uh, Mike? Absolutely. Um, you actually, you said something in the middle of that, that got my head thinking. I was, uh, back when I was still like living with my, my parents, um, my mom would like, I was cooking my own meals and every once in a while, my mom would be like, you know, I, I know you're eating healthy, but I'm making this tonight if you want. And I always like kind of, kind of like closed my eyes and like sighed a little bit on the inside, like eating healthy. I, I, I hate that phrase. Um, as a concept, but mm -hmm. it kind of goes back to that, uh, the, the other kind of relationship that you can have, uh, and that would be with food and people's perception of food and, uh, what healthy eating is, uh, as opposed to what most people think it is and probably what's keeping a lot of people. And I mean, maybe this is a, a topic for a, a, a different episode entirely, but, um, that was always something that kind of it just just made me uh made me sigh a little bit sometimes yeah and uh, i get that from from uh friends sometimes too um but not not nearly uh as often as as others might and to kind of go off of that a little bit it's uh the relationships with exercise nutrition have to change depending on where you're at in your life maybe it's not even a family maybe it's it's literally you you are building you are building a new business or maybe you're in college or maybe you're doing something that's it's it's, it's taking a priority in your life and that's okay it's about molding and adjusting also to keep in mind as you embark on your fitness journey or if you are currently on your fitness journey uh the person that you fundamentally are begins to change over that time and your relationship with people will unfortunately change and some in a lot of those things is going to be a good thing because if you're hanging out with people that are constantly bringing you down or have stuff that's not really edifying your life you have to make the decision there what you're going to do um but there's a common saying that's in every way shape or form it's in religion it's in just in business it's in motivational it's you are the uh you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with most and you that those relationships are so crucial for your life if you are someone that wants to seek growth and get healthier and get better like you're gonna have to change your environment environment's a big thing as well is just making adjustments to your life because uh, if you feel stuck or if you're someone that's easily influenced by things around you, you got to step away and, and do things that you can control and make it a better place for you to continue to see progress and not necessarily fall behind. Yeah. What's that, what's that saying? Show mm -hmm. me who you hang out yeah. with and I show you who you are. Right. So, so that, that, that's something. And it kind of can go, um, in both directions in regards to having positive relationships, make sure that you're 
you know, being there for your, for, for those around you. If you have a friend who is started a new venture or is, you know, whether it be in fitness, business, um, whatever, say, oh, hey, good job. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that. Be, be there for them or just reach out to someone or just, you know, just be that positive person that you can be. Um, and, I, and I try that with, with you know, in, with those around me, even with, um, with strangers, you know, like walking down the street, you know, if they see someone down the aisle, you know, back when we used to walk down the street. <laughs> Hashtag quarantine. More, right? um, uh, you know, just... <laughs> You know, just just giving someone just giving someone a smile, uh, holding the door for someone, or you know, just I don't know, just being. If you want to be a positive change, you know, just being there. Now, am I saying that I'm saving the world by doing that? Am I going to change someone's life? No, but just kind of going back to that whole uh, how we started with that, you know, movie, you know, Joker. What if someone would have held the door for for for, for that guy? What if somebody would just smiled and said good morning or, or yeah. whatever to to him out of nowhere, right? So we can, we, we never know what someone else is going through or, or, or what any, anyone else is dealing with. And if we just do something like how, how much does that take? Like, does that take that much out of you? Does that take that much energy away from you to, to hold the door mm-hmm. just to say hi, to say good morning from someone? No, not much at all. Right. And then not letting things kind of like get to you, you know, it's just like, you know, okay, whatever. There's a delay in this or something's happening or, you know, oh, I have an, another un- unplanned meeting at work. Okay. If me getting mad, what's, what's that going to do? Right here, we're, we're stuck in our homes, you know, um, which everyone should be and not going outside because it is a thing. Um, you know, if I start punching the wall because I'm so mad, now, now i got a broken hand. Now, now I have a hole in the wall. It's, per- it's, per- it's perception. Right? Even it's us just, just getting together right now, like we could have easily yeah. been like, well, the podcast has to take a halt for now because we are not able to be in the same room together we're making it happen. We know we just do the best with what we got and, and, and we enjoy it now. It's kind of like our thing where we just hop on here, discuss certain things. And, and hopefully through this discussion back and forth, a lot of you listening may be um, getting a lot of value out of it and, and, and just having something positive to listen to. That's real because I don't believe in just solely just like everything's going to be perfect and eliminate everybody in your life. And um you are you are your main priority and no, not yeah happen. just it's not how's what's a more realistic approach for that you can actually apply in your life right now and that's it's gonna vary from person to person i it doesn't even have to be a, a family uh your spouse and your children it could be people's relationship with their parents you know when let's say your parents weren't a, a, about all about health and fitness and you decide like, you know, it's, I want to start to being healthier and doing decisions. And, and Mike would say like his mom would make a meal with a lot of love, um, making this delicious dish. That's a family thing. Um, and it's, it's understanding that for the grand majority of the time, you're going to be sticking to your thing, but it's also okay to kind of enjoy time with your family and stuff, but not being, it's being okay with not seeking necessarily the approval or being always another person in your life is saying uh, take their opinion with a grain of salt and do what you know is going to be the absolute best for you in a fundamental way. Mike. That's a, that's a really difficult thing for some people to do doing what is right for them. Um, that is, that is against a lot of people's natures. Um, I know, you know, somebody like that, Jonathan, I know that person as well. Um, I'm kind of like that to some degrees, but I know that there's definitely people out there who, you know, maybe they're the, the, the quintessential mother 
and everything that they do is for their children or for their their business or whatever um it becomes a very challenging thing it's so far out of their comfort zone to actually think about themselves and do something right for themselves and and be selfish like that um and i actually do have uh, a question for both of you that I, I thought about before we even got onto this topic that uh, going back to relationships and uh, more specifically to the spouse, do, you, do either of you have any experience with someone, uh, let's call her Betty, with a, a, a very great desire to get into better shape and make healthier choices, but Betty's husband doesn't really care and in fact he's a little bit of a of an obstruction to that goal do you guys have any experience or any advice for betty in that situation gabe you can go for it first because i'm actually not married <laughs> <laughs> oh because you got to because you got to think about your answer gotcha um no it's uh luckily i'm not in that situation um i have a very supportive um significant other um, in regards to my, uh, you know, my fitness journey. Um, but I have seen, and I have heard of, um, firsthand of those kind of situations. And what I would probably say is that, um, instead of saying, like, let's just say, uh, that Betty wants to go to the gym to work out. Right. And then the husband is like, no, well you have, uh, you know, we got to do stuff around the house, you know, the kids need this or whatever. So then maybe just slowly start changing things, right? So why, well, first off, I would, I would want to have that conversation with, um, with, with the husband of saying, well, you know, I'm doing this to better myself. Do you not agree that, you know, this will lead to me bettering myself, which can help with the family more, you know, having those kind of conversations and then just starting off with, okay, fine. You know, let's just do stuff around the house and let's just see, meet the husband or the, or the person significant other where they're at in regards to what they think is fine. Okay, well, what about going for a walk after dinner? What about, um, you know, turning off, you know, screen time or just talking a little bit more, right? So I think with, um, with those type of situations is where you might have um, a, a lack of communication between the two in regards to a certain topic and seeing what the, what the obstruction's point of view is or where it is that they're coming from with this. Because if they are a significant other, that means that there's some type, you know, that there's, there's love there, there's care there for, for, for each other. So why is that person that's supposed to care for me not letting me care for myself or not, you know, helping me in this, in this, um, this venture that I like to go to, right? So that's probably where I would probably – where I would go to. Um, um, thinking about it, if, uh, if there is a Betty and your significant other is just not budging and it's very challenging it's just not happening for you they're they're very dismotivating they're giving you a lot of issues with just you going to the gym or whatever find a new husband no i'm totally kidding i'm totally kidding i honestly i've seen cases like this uh where the husband's actually jealous is a very jealous or not even the husband. I'm going to switch it. There's both cases in this situation. It doesn't, it can be Billy and Betty, who cares, whatever. Um, it can be the, the, the wife that also gives pushback to the husband that wants to get in better shape. And I think a lot of it could be insecurity on one end 
it's not necessarily always the case, but there can be some issues there. Um, but it also, it's, uh, I think that there's really no one way answer. It's something you're going to have to address and try to do your best to kind of meet your, your significant other in the middle, you know, see some compromise and obviously just have an open dialogue. If you can't, then there's an issue there that if you just can't even discuss it, there's a uh-huh. very big red flag of that is not a good thing. And you may start reflecting on other things. And obviously I'm not for just throwing in the towel and finding something else, but um, you really, you're going to have to navigate it with care and just, you know, your significant other more than, you know, anybody else. Cause you live with them. It's just having that discussion, talk about it, see what you guys can come up with. Maybe by you doing it, maybe they're not, they're, they're, they're indifferent. Maybe they're not just—they're not unmotivating you from taking steps to better yourself, but they're just not about it. They're going to continue to eat uh, a certain way. Maybe they smoke cigarettes, whatever the case. Maybe they have unhealthy habits that are very polarizing, but they're indifferent about it. And who knows? By you sticking to your guns and you keep going and doing your thing, you will—you will actually motivate them and inspire them without saying anything to them join you. Um, so that's another outcome that can come from all this. But this is surely just from talking to different people in these situations and just seeing how things play out. There are those rare cases that are that are very extreme and it's very challenging. And I'm, you know, I don't know what to kind of tell you on that one, but but most cases, for most part, you can do something for yourself. And and you also have to be okay with maybe having a little bit of a disagreement for some time, but letting them know that this is something that's important to you and this is something that you value and and then go from there. It comes it comes back to that uh that importance um question that we kind of discussed earlier of like if it if it really does mean that much to you, it'll you'll fight for it. You know, if you have an, a disagreement with a significant other or a friend or whoever um, if it really does mean that much to you and you really do want to achieve what you're looking to do, you're going to fight for it. And if you don't, maybe that's a sign that it's not as important as you previously thought it was. Yeah. I think the next level show, just to keep in, uh, make a little side note, we do not support uh, divorce and breakup. So we're not responsible for anything that happens after this episode drops. <laughs> <laughs> We support communication amongst partners. We support uh, having a healthy relationship. I'm going to take the audio clip of this episode and cut it up in such a way that it literally just sounds like Jonathan is telling you to get a new husband, and that's that's all I'm going to post on Instagram later. God, <laughs> just gonna just gonna cut it off right there. That's hilarious, uh, Gabe. Uh, you you've seen the movie, so is there anything that you kind of wanted to touch more upon that, uh, as far as the relationship stuff goes? No, it, it, no, it just, it just, uh, I, I felt as if like that movie was, um, like I said, it, it seemed very real, it seemed very like, you know, this is a client that can, that can step into your office or right in front of you at any point in time. Um, and it just something that it just sparked this, uh, this question, um, with me or this just thought of having the, the relationships, because I think that was the overarching topic of the movie. Um, and I, I just wanted just to just to kind of like bring it up. I thought about it again. I want to say um, the other day, and I thought so it would be what, a great uh, topic to to discuss amongst everyone. So once again, I think the movie was uh, okay. Was um, and kind of like, so we're towards Prime. the end of the episode, roughly. Uh, what are some key takeaways that I guess we can 
sum it up. Like we're, we're not sitting next to each other. So we're going based off what we kind of discussed and summarize it. What are some key points? And I'll leave it both to you guys to kind of bring it in um, that people can actually do and apply and I'll close it out. Oh, in regards to relationships with yourself, um, I would probably say one, um, no, it's not being selfish to want to take care of yourself. It's self-care, it's self-love. Address it from that aspect. Don't address it from like, you know, um, a place of hate. And you want to just, you can't stand the person, um, you know, in the mirror or just say, look, I'm, look at how fat I am. No, you have fat. You are not fat. You don't identify by that negative aspect. Or let's just say you want to just um, quit smoking, quit drinking. Um, no, you happen to smoke. You're not a smoker, yeah. right? Or, you know, where I'm trying to get with that. So just kind of like, just don't let that one um, negative aspect uh, identify you. You're not identified by that, by that aspect. So that's in regards to um, your relationship with yourself. With those around you, you know, have people that are supportive of anything that you're going through. Um, it, may not, it may be totally different for them. It may be to- totally foreign for them. Maybe, you know, out of the norm, like, who the hell is this guy? You, you know, I... I grew up all my life with him and he wants to now start making a change, yeah. you know, for what, why we're fine the way we are, you know, it could, it could come from a, from a sense of, you know, not understanding, um, hopefully not a, uh, you know, not a sense of, of, of a negative place like jealousy or wanting to hold you down. Um, but then again, I am a very naive person. I always try to look at the, at, for the best. So that's where I'm going to go with and um, relationships with food and do things that kind of like to serve you. Now, that, that doesn't mean just to kind of like throw out all the, you know, the, the pizzas and the ice creams and stuff. You can still have that, but just not where it is negatively impacting your day to day, how you feel, how your mood is, how you are, how everything is about you. You know, start introducing some kind of things slowly at a time. And see how they. I would um, say, just you. on a side note, a uh, relationship with food could almost be like an episode of a full feature length film. I mean, there's <laughs> so much to talk about with that. Um, and I know there's books written about it, but I would just say that it's. If it's important to you and it's something that you've been you've been thinking about for a while or it's been building up for a while and you finally pull the trigger on doing that, you need to. You need to remember that moment because that that motivation is is just that. It's just motivation. It's going to get you started, and you, it's up to you to turn that into discipline and to fight for what you're looking to do, uh, regardless of who it is. Obviously, there's exceptions. You don't want to, like we kind of talked about, you don't want to just file for divorce if somebody's not supportive. But it's it's up to you to keep it high on your priority list and being okay with with the uncomfortable feeling that might bring with um it's definitely something that's foreign to me is you know being selfish and doing things just for myself and not worrying about the you know other people that well not necessarily not worrying about them but it's it's something that everybody struggles with regardless of of who you might uh think that person is um and yeah um jonathan uh i guess that you guys basically summed it up beautifully um relationship with yourself the way you view yourself is super important obviously it's it's very important to love yourself i know there's a big movement out there about um you know healthy in all sizes i think is what it's called i don't even know what 
you know what I'm talking about. It's where like, you know, every, you're fine yeah, just yeah, the yeah. way you are. And I'm, I'm all for loving yourself, but it's, it's completely okay to be objective and want change. Just so you be a hundred percent clear with that. It's okay. Uh, I'm sorry if you hear my dog barking in the background, but um, it's okay to, to want to want change. And obviously having a good relationship with uh, exercise, not looking at it as, you know, mistreating yourself, hating yourself and beating yourself up for the sole purpose of just beating yourself up. And um, also about um, with your view with nutrition, it's you don't want to just eat in a way that you're taking everything you hold love and dear and look at dieting as a punishment, but look at it as an opportunity to make yourself be your absolute best and feel the absolute best. Cause what you put in your mouth, what you're digesting day to day is going to make a big impact on you from a, not only just the cosmetic, but from everything else, sleep, energy, all that. Um, other things to keep in mind uh, from my point of view is, is, with the people around you, uh, the naysayers and stuff, just understand that not to take anything personal. There are going to come times in your life where you're going to, if you're someone that is uh, called or feel empowered to do something, you're going to clash heads with maybe some people that are not supporting that or not about it. And and you have to be 100% okay with that, that it's not that you're doing something inherently wrong. You're not a bad friend. You're not a bad brother. You're not a bad sibling, a bad uh, family member or whatever. It's you are inherently doing something that's going to be good for you and they are going to benefit it, benefit from it and they don't even know it. So you just got to trust yourself, um, be understanding and, and constantly uh, remind yourself why you're doing it. Also, what would help um, is, is surrounding yourself with the environment that's going to be optimal for you and the people around you that are going to maybe go into a fitness community. I think that's why a lot of people do classes and stuff because they have those people that are familiar. Um, but just doing those things uh, and just really making the steps that you need to do to change your perception on what you're doing and giving yourself a peace of mind because this shouldn't be a stressful uh, situation. You sh it should actually be uh, an, an empowering and very enjoyable process where you just, like I said, fundamentally become a different person. So that's kind of where I'm at right there with that. I almost feel like it's a, it's a pretty powerful thing to have a situation where you say the literally you have people telling you you can't do something or they're not supportive of you trying to make you know a healthy choice or a healthy change um be you know at the at the end of that uh road you know being able to look back and be like wow i kind of did this on my own um I, I supported myself through this i believed in myself enough to get through this without any outside influence like i feel like that would kind of go towards that uh th that that change in the person that that you mentioned jonathan where uh you know, you, you start off as, as one version of yourself and then by the end of it, you're a completely different and better version of yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you do, if you do find yourself in that situation where uh, maybe you feel like you don't have any support from anybody around you, you definitely, you're going to remember that feeling and you're going to be proud of yourself for pushing through that despite not having support, despite not having uh, any positive influence coming in. And it's all coming from, from inside. There's definitely something powerful that, that comes from. No, a hundred percent. And I think that I, I want to leave it with this as well is um, you were kind of, you kind of said it in a different way, Mike, but it's, do some do the things that you know are going to make you the most proud 
And are you, when you're old and you're on your deathbed, are you really going to give a shit about so-and-so that made that stupid comment um, that had served no purpose in your life and you literally let yourself not take action or, and, or better yourself because of someone's opinion? Or are you going to be the most proud of the fact that you did what you did, you tried those, you, you, you put an effort, you took the chance, and now you, you got to reap the benefits of everything and just feel so damn good about that. That's, I think I leave that question to you as a listener. Um, ask yourself that when you're going through those mo- moments of motivation, where you're not super uh, psyched about doing something, ask yourself, what would make me more proud if I don't do it or if I was to do it? So I, that's the, that's all I have for you guys. Um, Mike, Gabe. Uh, yeah, it all, it all comes down. Like you said, what's serving you? Um, don't let any, uh, either naysayers or, or anything take away any energy from you. Don't let them steal that. Don't let them drain from your cup or any kind of saying or that you may interpret from that. Um, just, just, you know, if, if something, you know, someone doesn't agree with you. Okay. That's fine. They're, they're entitled to, you know, and just you continue doing what's best for you. And hopefully um, you can inspire you can um, someone else around you, right? You can inspire your friends, your family members, your significant other to join you on your journey. Because sometimes, you know, you want to share that with them so much that, you know, you want to say, hey, come here, come, come with me, too. Um, and they're like, no, 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 I'm fine over here. And, and yeah. that's okay. They can, they, you know, it takes everyone at their awesome, own Awesome, guys. So right? I think that this think sums up a, I, an amazing episode. This is our longest episode yet. And I hope you as a listener made it all the way through. Um, we appreciate you guys, the people that have been tuning in up to this point. You guys are awesome. If you're enjoying this, go ahead and uh, rate this episode uh, or rate the podcast, subscribe. And you guys can go ahead and follow us on our Instagrams. Where we're most active for the most part, I can agree. Um, my Instagram handle is at JohnAlva7. Uh, Gabe is at Prime and Glory. And Mike is at, at MikeNillisPT. Uh, we're going to go ahead and leave that in the description below. And if you have any questions and you'd like us to discuss on certain topics, go ahead and leave them in the comments. We're going to go ahead and make sure we review everything that you guys put. And... Um, And as always, you guys can reach us to us on our personal handles as well. And I hope, like I said, you enjoyed this episode um, and take care.